Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This weekend, we hate movies. We're talking about a movie that's kind of like Highlander meets The Matrix meets the Boston Red Sox. It's infinite. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Nihilist Chris Cabin <laughs> and we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning into the fine program as always. That's right. This week, we don't even know what's going on. It's <laughs> fucking infinite. Uh, this is another entry in our worst of the previous year month. This is directed by Antoine Fuqua, a guy who had some bangers back in the day, and I don't know how he keeps getting work right now. Uh, uh, a singular banger, I think. It's training day, right? Replacement uh, Killers. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty good. This is his feature film debut, and yes. I think after training day... It's a bunch of not great stuff. Although that Magnificent Seven remake has its moments. Um, that uh, you, you're missing bait. Jamie Foxx versus uh, the grandest oh. of all pedophiles, Doug Hutchinson. <laughs> yep. The grandest of all pedophiles. He's the head one. Like You kill him and they all go away. Like yeah. when, Once he died, I'm saying he's been killed. He's Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. That's when Epstein was exposed. When, yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, Chris, it's uh, we, we've recorded three things without you. We did uh, last week Space Jam. We had some internet issues. We did a couple Patreon situations. Yeah. And just to come back, coming in hot with the grandest of all pedophiles. <laughs> Welcome back, dude. Thank Welcome you. back. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Don Cheadle sent me to the fucking uh, netherverse. Uh, and I, I'm back. I'm back now. Can I tell you that when I was sitting uh, watching this film, Infinite, last night, <laughs> I was sitting there going, man... It really sucks that Space Jam, A New Legacy, makes way more sense than this movie. Oh, 100%. It is, it is, I have a, a real soft spot for an action blockbuster thingamajig yep. that makes no good sense at all. It just, it tickles me just the right way when there's, anytime, here's the thing, anytime you start your movie uh, with uh, an opening narration that says, uh, to there are among us or to every generation you're like oh dude you are on shaky ground right now <laughs> yes <laughs> steve are you a believer or a nihilist uh, is, uh, def- the question. dude how could you not be a nihilist it's 2022 <laughs> we're doing this remotely yep absolutely you're just, you're just uh, rooting for chueta asia for in this <laughs> dude, speaking of i want to just before we get too into it one of these days. Oh, I thought some- you were going to hit play real quick. Thank oh, you. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't have the fucking button ready. No, no, no. I, I wish. Um, it's hard to do that for movies released uh, on streaming only, by the way. Good uh, move, Paramount. Good move. <laughs> but there needs to be like a special session of Congress, just some hearings at some mm-hmm. point 
yeah. to just get to the bottom of who is doing this to Chiwetel Ejiofor. Who is really like keeping this man out of good movies and making yep. him do this? Like, who's do- like, is, is it a, a grand conspiracy? I want fucking people in chairs under oath to talk to me about this. We got to get to the bottom of it, dude. I think you're <laughs> totally right. I mean, it's just astounding to me that like a man of this great talent mm-hmm. is in this movie <laughs> with this beard, ladies and gentlemen. For, oh my I, God! Yes, he looks like um, what was Jeff Bridges' character in Iron Man? Oh, Obadiah Stane. Yeah. yeah, he does. He really does. But I mean, like, if you go to his like known for yeah. on IMDb, one of them that's there is fucking the film 2012. <laughs> oh uh, no, it's been going on forever, dude. Like, he, I, I was just go. looking at his IMDb real quick. He was also in the Old Guard in 2020. Another. Yes. centuries old reincarnation type of thing. Yep. Yeah, which is like a better version of this movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yes. that movie's not great, but it's, no. it's much better than this. Yes. Well, this movie is, uh, you know, you hear about it a lot, uh, that a lot of action movies specifically, and especially now that you cannot just make a movie, it has to be a franchise starter. Sure. Yep. The idea of a movie that feels like you're, the movie is starting as it ends. Yeah. This is like yep. the epitome of that. I felt like I didn't understand what was going on, (laughs) even vaguely, until like five minutes away from credits, where I was like, I kind of get what you're talking about almost, but this was also awful. It's like you, just when you think you understand what's going on, they're like, oh, by the way, Treadway, you can do magic. And you're (laughs) like, well, hold on. Now, (laughs) come on, guys. Come come the fuck on. It's like, here's what this movie was like for me, Steve, watching it. It was like... You fucking fall down the stairs, right? Like you, I don't know if anyone out there has ever fallen down the stairs. I've taken a fall down a stair here and there in my Mm -hmm. day. Tons of them. You fall down the stairs. You're like, wow, (laughs) I just fell down the stairs. And then you take a step back and you fall down another set of stairs. (laughs) I did that exact thing in the, what was that? In the East Village? We went to some party. Oh, the infamous get him out of here. They got rid of me. I was almost certain Eric Siska, my very good friend, my dear, lovely friend, was dead. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at the bottom of the staircase. I was like, oh, Eric's dead. Good. Yeah, that's a steep fall, too. Yes, it was. It was just like, yeah, like, once you thought you got a handle on something like, wow, glad I lived through falling down those stairs. This movie like gives you another detail. Like you just said, Steve, magic. And I <laughs> fell down the stairs again. It's really something. We, I mean, so this movie is theoretically about uh, two groups of not really immortals. Like you can, every, every, people who get, there's about 500 people on earth for some reason who can be reincarnated and remember their reincarnation. Correct. And kind of keep those personality traits. It gets activated in youth, like an X-Man situation, theoretically. Mm-hmm. And I think we mentioned puberty. He kind yes. of sets it off. Yes. And That's pretty cool. And there's two groups. There's the believers, as Chris said, who want to use their special abilities, which really aren't even that special, I guess, you know, I mean, depending on, uh, you know, your special abilities to better the world. The nihilists who right. are sick of reincarnation and just want the world to end. Mm-hmm. Yes, which which I understand completely because I'm, <laughs> I'm there without the centuries of lives. You know uh, what? what like science fiction property has done this already and it's like way better and not really complicated at all is fucking star trek with Mm -hmm. the the race of aliens known as the trills which Mm -hmm. is what uh like dax was on ds9 oh right right, right. it's it's like you are joined with like this alien symbiote thing that's inside you but like you're remembering 
all the other beings that have hosted the symbiote and you can then take on their abilities. They're also doing it now on Star Trek huh. Discovery. There's a character that is joined with a trill and they are able to like, you know, like one of their previous people knew how to play the cello really well. So this character, they can play the cello really well. It's like, if it's totally like, just like, yep, you remember your lives and that's it. There's no fucking secret cabals. There's no like that's good cool. versus evil of that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like what, this whole, like, there's this, like the, it, the fucking, the battle of light and dark, basically what uh -huh, they're doing always. Yes, is so tired. <laughs> well, you would think, you know, usually when you start getting hair on your balls, Oh. You stop thinking you're a cowboy and an astronaut <laughs> and a samurai. <laughs> but apparently in this world, you're like, no, I was a cowboy and an astronaut uh, and a samurai. Well, I guess that's why I fucking they pump Marky Mark with uh, 30 volts, dude. Just really just <laughs> shock the shit out of this kid. Before uh, we really dig in, I got one big question about this movie. It starts only one. In, well, I guess I have a few, but it starts in Mexico City, right? Yes. With Heinrich Treadway, uh, <laughs> who he ends up being the reincarnation of. And I don't remember if there if this was mentioned or if there was a like a superimposed text on the screen saying it's 1985. But the stuff I'm seeing online says he dies in 1985, yep. which would mean Mark Wahlberg would be born in 1985, which means yep. he's playing a younger character than me at <laughs> 36 are... years old. <laughs> correct, you correct sir. sir. You are correct. He's is... 50 playing 36, <laughs> and he looks like Troy McClure talking to uh, Miss Piggy when he gets all the lines on his face. Yes, dude. Why Eric. is that Muppet made out of leather? Yep, Mark Wahlberg. I, I was watching it last night, and I, I couldn't. I don't know. I'm sure I've seen something here or there, but I don't know what the most recent Mark Wahlberg movie I've seen before this was. But Jesus, man, he is looking like an old football. It's He's probably good. Mile 22, which we did a year or oh, two yeah. ago. <laughs> yes, you're right. Which is, my God. that I mean, th that is actually kind of better than this. You know what's I got to say. Yep, it is. It is. Mile 22. I text. I know I tweeted something about Infinite, and someone replied with something about Mile 22, and I literally Googled it to see what it was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we did an episode on it. Well, I think happened is I think Dylan O'Brien plays Treadway uh, in the beginning. He is Treadway and like I kind of think they did a flipsy like t Mark Wahlberg should have been this guy at the beginning yeah, yeah. fighting yep. Rupert Friend and doing that whole thing and then Dylan O'Brien is the young guy because Dylan O'Brien is about that age maybe even younger I don't know yeah, yeah I think uh, he's I probably younger we should say because we're all old and we don't watch it he plays Styles on that newish Teen Wolf show yep we get it none of us watch it let's get on with our lives he was he the maze runner Oh, oh, is that yeah. right? He is Those movies runner. don't make any sense. Um, there are a bunch of secret movies, too. I, I refuse to believe that those exist. <laughs> I know they do, but like, uh, what is that shit? Apparently, Chris Evans was supposed to be this guy, yes. was supposed to be Mark Wahlberg, but then he dropped out. They're like, who else do we know from Boston? And then, you know, that's how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to, I'm sorry, you have to set. Like yes. the Mexico City section, like during the events of Roma or something to make Mark Wahlberg <laughs> the right age. You're totally it's, right, dude. Yeah, we need that fucking, you know, the protests in the streets in the in the 70s, I think it was. Like, but they're, yeah, they're, you need that. But they're doing slippery shit, though. I mean, I don't know where that 1985 number came from either because I was watching it because I remember the first time I watched this being totally confused when this takes place because <laughs> the, the, this opening action sequence doesn't have any period uh, to it whatsoever. I it thought it was right modern. Now. Yes, of course. Maybe are they trying to fake you out with that? They say the title card is Mexico City colon The Last Life. 
like whatever oh, that okay. means. So they so they, they don't say 1985. They just you just know that this was Mark's last life. Well, but like, yeah, it, it, say it, it's I got I got nothing from the 80s here. Right, the 19, maybe the 19, a car. No, it's the 1985 thing. Is if you looked at the credits, Rupert Friend is credited as Bathurst 1985. Oh, whatever. <laughs> that's the only that's the only way I was able to tell because I was looking at the cast list on IMDb. Uh, and also, you know what? Rupert Friend, I think, is a really good great, actor. Great you, actor. You barely see his face full on in this movie. It's, There's got to be deleted scenes somewhere. Yeah, because like this, because what happens is uh, Dylan O'Brien is driving top speed, talking to people. He's healing himself with a, a wound in his stomach, which we'll get to. <laughs> and he's talking to his, like, his other agents, which is this couple. And they're like. What do, and then she's just like, you got to protect the egg, the egg, the egg. And I'm like, what? Dude, and like testament to like the shit editing in this movie. Like you have no idea what the spatial relations are in this nope. scene. Like Dylan O'Brien's driving this car. He just fought Rupert Friend on like construction scaffolding. And then this other couple in this other car, you have no idea where anybody is. I was no. like, are they even both in Mexico City? Where is this no, other car? No. I think they're in fucking Baltimore, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> they just cut this shit so badly. And like then they like they crash and they die during this thing. They're screaming about the egg, of course. But we don't even know what happens. Like, this thing ends without us really knowing fully what happened to O'Brien and fucking no. Bathurst. Right. He does this thing where, like, you know, they get they get got. And then he's like, well, it's all down to me. And he drives and does this cool Tokyo drift move, which I don't even think you could do with cars in the 1980s. And <laughs> flips himself towards a construction site and, like, lands with his really cool sword. And that's, like, quotation marks. <laughs> uh, and then you cut to... Mark Wahlberg, present day. Uh, Giddy, why give a guy a third interview if you're just trying to embarrass him is my question. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. I think this the guy who owns this restaurant, like Wahlberg is interviewing to be like the maitre d' at this like snooty restaurant or whatever. I think this guy just wants to fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. He's well, got like that much time. He's just and, an ableist, maybe. I guess I I don't know. And he wants a lawsuit so bad. He really, really like. <laughs> it's one thing to give somebody two interviews and be like, "Oh, you know, I did a background check. That guy assaulted somebody. I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole." Yeah. But instead, he brings him in. He's like, "So it says here you're schizophrenic and you like to beat people up." And it's like, <laughs> "Okay, so then I'm clearly going to sue you for." Uh, but this was the most interesting scene of the movie for me is the restaurant interview. I, I made, made me uh, give me vibes of pig. And I wanted oh, dude, to, I was just going to say that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I want like a pig averse, not whatever this is supposed to be. Yo, yo bro, <laughs> is this what you really want to do, bro? <laughs> bro? Bro, didn't you want to open a pub, bro? Didn't you want to open a, a pub, bro? Just for white people. Oh, no. Okay. Not that part. Not that part. Sorry. Sorry, you, bro. That's what I want. You you serve this frou frou shit. You should be serving Wahlburgers. That's your passion. That's right, what bro. you wanted. I am looking for this pig, and we are going to this underground chefs only fighting ring. <laughs> you gave my pig to some meth heads, bro. <laughs> Uh, by the way, we didn't mention real quick the. You ever look in the mirror, surprised by what's there? Oh, dude, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, every every day, not surprised, disappointed. You, you ever have dreams that feel like kind of real? <laughs> dude, yeah. him, do, <laughs> him doing this narration, man. I mean, 
You have him like recording this on a phone in a car in uh, a parking lot while he is waiting to get on a private jet somewhere. <laughs> this is some of the worst narration yeah. I have ever heard. You hear beeping in the background. He's like, he stops for it. Go around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filming a movie here. <laughs> Welcome to Taco Bell. Can I take your order? No, yeah, uh, yeah uh, number two. Uh, I don't let a Mexican touch it. Uh, yeah, I know that's that's counter <laughs> counterintuitive. Anyway, you ever have a dream so real? You ever thought it was like a memory, dude? Did you ever think about that? We're out of Chalupa, sir. Oh, you! Got, I'm gonna beat someone's ass. I'm gonna hate crime you. <laughs> uh, pull up to the second window, <laughs> dude. We have uh, this this. Another thing about the chase scene really quickly, sorry, but like back to Mexico City, this like chase through like these tunnels and he's like, he uses the car to kick a brick through the windows of two other cars. Uh And it's like, we're watching it and Chelsea's like, that's stupid. That's (laughs) stupid. That's stupid. Like it kept getting dumber. But I mean, again, he's just reincarnated. Like, I mean, I guess this one, because he does, this is in this scene. And they showed a couple times. It's like he puts his hand out the car and like starts manipulating reality. And I'm like, how and what and why? Well, that's because I think in a past life, dude, he was a wizard. I was Merlin, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have to be. You have to be in this suit for a little bit before you get the finger magic. (laughs) Then you can do finger magic. But yeah, so he gets this interview, and you find out that he uh, is diagnosed schizophrenic and. Assaulted a customer because he was messing with a waitress, and they're like, "He was well, grabbing ass. He's grabbing her ass, bro." And it's like, "Well, you, uh, we'll call you." And it's like, "Okay." <laughs> and then his threatening thing about the guy's well moisturized hands. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like this is not for this movie, nope. right? Like, because he's got lines like, "My illness isn't an issue," you know, and shit like that. And it's just like. Get this out of here. Get this <laughs> yep. absolutely out of here. I know that people have mental problems. It's a real thing that we need to destigmatize even further in this world. But like, get Stop. this out of my Mark Wahlberg movie immediately. Because I what? guess if, if he just knew and was just like forging his swords and stuff, he would just be Russell Nash from the Highlander, you know, yeah. the, you know, Chris, mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Lambert's uh, fake persona. But, but I don't understand. Like, Connor why? McLeod. Why even involve yourself with this kind of hot tomorrow? Like, yes. you don't want to be dealing with this. Why just he's special? Like, he, he has all these powers and stuff. Why isn't that just the reason? Why well, it's isn't- also confusing because it's like, yes, I, I agree with you, Andrew. Like, yeah, it, it should be in this movie. Uh, it is a hot tamale, Chris. But it's this thing where, like, you're even going further because then it's like, oh, no, he doesn't have a mental problem. These pills are actually suppressing his yep. God-given uh, whatever, and it's no. like, well, that's not a great message either. <laughs> no, 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 it isn't. I mean, that's but that's like this weird, like the pills that we're medicating our children with are, yes. you know, dampening their potential to be reincarnated superheroes. Yeah. I mean, this is what the guy from this is what Scoot McNary thinks is going on, and come on, come on, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Every schizophrenic person (laughs) is a reincarnated magic user. Exactly, dude. I mean, like, and sometimes it's really good to take your medicine and be, be, you know, and all that stuff. It's very difficult to do that. It's a, it's a hard thing to do. It's a good thing to do. And it's like, no, 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 dude. The magic is inside you for real. (laughs) Oh my god! But yeah. So like, after he bottoms out of this job interview, this is where you get the. 
are there things you just know how to do? <laughs> and it's him just thinking about forging these Japanese Japanese swords. And when I tell you, okay, I did not know what this movie was. And every time it came up on like, you know, our our scheduling sheets and whatever, like we're doing infinite, infinite. And I was like, I keep forgetting what this movie is up until last night watching it. And then when I see him making this sword, I was, <laughs> I was just like, Oh God. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. like, what have I just, it's like when in movies and TV, when someone steps on a landmine and they know that they stepped on the landmine, but they're, you know, they've yet to take the kill step. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, Oh, Oh swords. He's making a sword. Uh, oh, here we go. The stupidest thing about the sword other than the fact that it's Mark Wahlberg making it, uh, is that he uses, the the whole idea he has here is he's going to use this to sell to a drug dealer friend he has (laughs) who is going to give him his pills. Why not, A, go to a pawn shop. Yeah. You would get your money pretty easily there. Or, more likely, go on Forged and Fire. (laughs) Do it. Win it all the way. You're going to, you'll do a hundred, you'll do so well. You know you're going to knock it out of the park. When Toby Jones is introduced later in the movie, he says like, this is made unlike any other sword for like a thousand years. He could have fooled Sothersby's with shit like this and (laughs) got some real money. And you know what? A movie about a, a, a sword forger that knows how to make it like, you know, the ancient ways and he's making them in like the present day and they're all knockoffs or whatever. That's, a way cooler, more interesting, and watchable movie than what they're doing in this shit. Exactly, also, and also like make him just like this underground guy. Don't give me the pig scene at all. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't need the restaurant, true. whatever. Yeah. Like he's just he's like he's an underground sword dealer, yes. and that's how he gets his pills. And that would I guess make more sense. Like oh, I guess he started tinkering with this stuff a, a while back, and in this, it's just like I'm a restaurant manager, and for some reason, I know how to make swords, bro. <laughs> exactly. And he just, I was- just like, just think about that. Think like you think in your head. I think I could probably make a katana pretty well out of uh, nowhere, and then you get all the materials, and then you just do it. Like, uh, without, it, like it's it's uh, I, it's insane. Forging fire two- tells you, dude. Forging is dangerous. Okay, mm. so you don't want to do it unless you know what you're doing, guys. So I got two questions about this: the sword stuff, sword okay. related questions here. One, he mentions to the guy in the job interview, he's like. Rent's coming, bro. I gotta get. I gotta pay my rent or <laughs> yeah. whatever. And like, so that leads me to believe like he's in some like you know kind of small apartment or something. Where is he finding the space to forge swords? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and the materials exactly. and the materials, all of that shit. Yeah, like that shit ain't free. And you're talking about you can't pay the rent. Like, come on. And the other question, Steve, what is the ultimate prize you win if you win Forged in Fire? I think it's ten grand. Okay. Yeah, Not that's, bad. that's nothing to sneeze at. No, totally. I mean, maybe you get called back and also like you're Mark Wahlberg you're in shape it's gonna be you and four three fucking insurrectionists that are way out of shape <laughs> that, are just, that are just gonna need oxygen halfway through you you totally got this oh, man. and after he wins one he's probably gonna win he could be in Fortune Fire Legends <laughs> yeah also Steve you are making a great point we need like some sort of website that fancies themselves you know listicle experts to put out an article that's like these are the all of the forged in fire uh, former contestants that participated in Jan Six. <laughs> it's all a lot. all of them. It's just it's that's the only line. All I, of them. I am shocked there wasn't a single like arm missing off of a Capitol Police officer. <laughs> uh, but so he goes to uh, David Ayers, the Joker's hangout, 
by the way. Dude, absolutely. Yeah, this this shit. It's totally Jared Leto vibes off of yes. this drug dealer. Yeah. And it's just like, why? What? It's just, this crusty white dude in a room full of like, he's got these, like, he's got all this muscle and he's got a babe. She was his queen. He was his king, et cetera. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like we're, it's also like a little bit of a tweaker pad too. Sure, sure. Like she looks pretty out of it and shit. Ronnie, most of it. Ronnie keeps on asking Common if he wants to fuck his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can we do the sword, bro? Oh no, no. You want to fuck my girlfriend? Oh no. <laughs> I, but I brought, I brought the sword. You asked for a sword. I got you a sword. <laughs> <laughs> and like this whole thing's going on. And uh, Wahlberg's like, all right, I made you the sword. Now, you know, give me my pills or whatever. And like, so this bodyguard dude is counting out all the pills. And we've got like, this guy's asking him like random trivia questions about like, what's the capital of Burkina Faso Mm -hmm. and yada, yada. This guy knows everything. There's also a Hattori Hanzo name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to do it, dude. Uh, And then so like Wahlberg gets the bag and he looks at it and he's like, yo, bro, we said 60 pills for your sword. I only see 55. And they like kind of get into it, I guess. And yeah, then this guy's also like, oh, my girl's looking at you. You want to fuck that dude? I'm going to cut her arm off. And it's like now he has to do super action stuff here. And he like takes the sword from the guy. And, you know, this is kind of an action scene, I guess. Right. It was sure. I can. It was something, dude. It was like this scene started. And I swear to God, like I just looked down at my my laptop to be like fight scene commences. And like I, <laughs> I, I looked back up and he had fallen onto that car like it was over with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he just kind of escapes. And then like as the cops are coming for some reason, it's like well, he cuts some dude's hand off or fingers off, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. This yes. is the bodyguard. He's like, oh, man, cut my fucking fingers off. It's pretty funny, actually. And then those no were can- my diddling fingers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Boy, uh, <laughs> diddling out pills, of course, for yes. uh, drug deals. Uh, but then, you know, he, he just runs away and they, no one can shoot him. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's part of the reincarnation thing. <laughs> yeah, it's bullets just fly by you, by the way. That's how that works. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but after he drops out of that car, that's when we meet Toby Jones as Porter. And like, <laughs> you yep. know, here's another guy. That more or less rocks. And you see him in shit like Barbarian Sound Studio, you know, even the fucking movie where he played Truman Capote isn't terrible. But like what I think like him and Chiwetel, like they just pissed off the wrong people at dinner parties or something. I I don't know. The Chiwetel thing I'm never going to understand. I know he was supposed to make the fella cootie movie for like ever with uh, 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 McQueen. And that I, I think he got really depressed that that never went through. Uh, he, he, there was a good interview about it. I, I remember. But like the thing about this is, is with uh, 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 Jones, I think it's literally like, you know, sometimes you just do need a seventh car. Like, <laughs> I mean, it really like he will do. Uh, we make fun of Chuel. He do, Jones will do anything. Oh, sure. Because <laughs> well, he's also like that's the thing. He's like. He's just almost not a heavy, certainly not because he's like a tiny little man, but like he's got real presence and he's yep. British. Yeah. So you can kind of slot him in a lot of things. Like he's doing this role. Like this is, he's, I mean, like and this movie is really poor. So it, it doesn't even 
uh, factor in this way, but he's sort of like the Professor X of the Infinites, I'm guessing. Mm. Like, Jeez, is that right? I, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, or like, no, a, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not criticizing you. Steve. Yes. I'm just saying that because, like, literally, I don't know what his role is Same. in this movie. Yes. No idea. Like, he seems to be like higher up because, like, what you call it? This lady, Sophie Cookson, calls him, and she's like, oh. They found a sword in New York that's, you know, looks like, you know, really special. And he's like, oh, wow, this must be Tread. Is it Treadway? And like, yeah. that's kind of it for a while until. By the way, how, the how lazy is your script that you're like, uh, you're watching Highlander and you'd be like, OK, then they find the sword and they date it to a certain time. And people uh, are like, oh, wow, that's impressive. And then they, well, no, they don't interview. They don't bring him down to the police station. But like. That's what it is. It's yeah. like we're just doing the Highlander but, again. But like you're at like the cool thing about Highlander is if if this was Highlander, Mark Wahlberg would just be going to a castle and fucking some lady, yep. and I would have enjoyed it. But no, I have to listen yeah. to Toby Jones tell me that this guy is the special guy, even though the movie has already told you it. Um, and it's also you you realize here it's weird because like talking about like when the hell this movie takes place the tech in this movie is like they are sometimes doing futuristic yes. stuff but they're not like toby jones has this big like console where he's looking at the sword and analyzing it like totally digitally and then chiwetel later in this movie like towards the end where he's got like those minority report like finger gloves uh, thing so, so what the fuck is that is the secret society just they they have advanced technology because they've been around forever they know everything like how he can make a sword out of nothing because he just knows everything or are they setting it in the future to explain away his fucking weirdness of being a 50 year old 36 year old <laughs> I, I think it's just finger magic I think yeah. you know the gloves were just there for comfort more than that <laughs> anything like that I think it's literally just finger magic they all have finger magic Eric uh. it is it's so weird because yes, you you we do because we want it to be cool, right? With with a capital C, so it's like, oh, there's got to be really cool like uh, sci-fi shit in this movie. But then like set it in the future and or just say like we have unlimited fortunes at our disposal and our technology is far beyond those of those non-reincarnated people. You have right. to say one of those things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but like, I don't want anything else explained because this movie is still going to be explaining itself for another an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we go by Mark Wahlberg is like just a fucking old dude now and we're told in this movie that he was reincarnated in 1985. So this is like 2035. <laughs> yeah. Ish, that, right? Because Mark, I mean, yeah, Mark's in right. like his fucking fifties, right? So like, yeah, he's fifty. Twenty thirty five, twenty forties. Oh, he's he's fifty on the dot. All right, yeah, so yeah, yeah. like twenty thirty five. I I guess maybe that tech's gonna be around then. It's entirely possible, right? Like, who knows? For yeah, prosperity, but, I'll say he was born in nineteen seventy one. And you're listening to this in the future. <laughs> do the math. <laughs> Yeah, bro, I'm 50, but when you plan to live to 150, that's kind of <laughs> young still. I'm a pup. That's true. I age in Wookiee years, bro. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm going to be as old as Yoda, bro. <laughs> I wake up every morning. I do hate speech, and I do 3,000 push-ups. <laughs> and I believe in God now, so you can't blame me. I, I apologize. apologize. Oh, you do it. <laughs> I apologize to the Pope, bro, to about Ted the movie. I was sorry for all the dirty jokes in my bear movies, bro. <laughs> Apparently that's true. It's on Wikipedia that Mark Wahlberg apologized to Pope Francis over the vulgar humor of Ted. Oh. And I just imagine the Pope's like, 
What? <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? The, 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 the teddy bear curse? The teddy bear curse and fuck? Oh, or did the Pope see it and then give it a bad review? Dude, dude, dude that's what oh, I shit. need is the Pope's letterbox, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this Ted and Ted 2, definitely one of the half no, stars. They're, they're all one star and every review is just one word, sinful. <laughs> oh, he, wait, he, he didn't give any stars to uh, Ben... Benedetta, he just said he just logged that he watched it. What does that mean? Yep. Yeah, no, that was just a sly log, dude. <laughs> I he love puts, the, I, He puts a heart on it. That's the yo, one movie yeah. he puts a heart on. It makes sense though, because it's like one of those things like, oh, you know, Pope Francis is really progressive. He's got a letterbox. Oh, but then he just came out against childless couples. Ah, oh, oh, this guy just pulls me in every different direction. <laughs> uh so it turns out Wahlberg, uh, his character here, Evan McCauley, yikes. Uh <laughs> Gets uh, gets he does get arrested and Chiwetel comes in. He's Bathurst and he comes into this interrogation room. Can, can I ask a question? Yes. What is this accent supposed to be? Hmm. It's like it's Gomez Adams. Chiwetel. Yes. Yeah, I think it's a Gomez Adams. Yes. <laughs> Babushka Bakoli. Ha ha ha. Morticia, we are nihilists. <laughs> Is that a Highlander thing as well? Because they're like, oh, yeah, we just, you know, everyone's just got weird accents in that movie because we have lived forever and we've been other, you know, you know, nationalities. Yeah, I guess it's like all the other, you know, lifetimes he's lived are like coming into his brain being like, no, you used to talk like this. No, you used to talk like this. <laughs> now you used to talk like this. Uh-huh. And that's why everyone thinks I'm schizophrenic. <laughs> Wednesday, stop waterboarding your brother and waterboard me so I may see God. Right, uh, so that is like a s- sexual thrill for these fellas is getting yeah. waterboarded. Uh-huh. He wants to see, there's one scene, because we're, we're jumping on, who cares? But there's one scene where like his number two, who's this like tall lady that's not Elizabeth Debicki, Uh No, <laughs> she politely declined and was like, find another six footer for your movie. <laughs> so she's like her his number two and she's like oh Mark Wahlberg is moving on the whatever and he's getting waterboarded by some <laughs> other lady and then he's he like yes excellent everything is falling into place now more waterboarding and, it's and if like- I if I may <laughs> offer a detail that I'm pretty sure wasn't just me hitting the pen too hard uh, he's because the woman is putting a mask on and everything Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong he's being waterboarded with gasoline uh, is yes, that- indeed indeed he is yeah okay <laughs> Yeah. Uh uh-huh. I, mean, I, I, I saw Love Lisa last night. <laughs> the Pope rated Love Lisa two stars. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, it's so rude. Oh, you're half of the gas. That's so, so sad. I come out against the childless couples and the gas huffers. <laughs> don't you? you no, RV, I, uh, RV plane and, and boat culture is bad. You know, you know, I don't always, you know. I don't know. I usually side with the big man up there, but taking Hoffman like that, no. Real rift between me and the big man. His son is okay in the licorice pizza. Very good. Very promising. I love uh, Mario the Pope. Pope Mario. Yeah, <laughs> boy. I wish there was Pope Mario, dude. Why not? That guy'd be cooler. Uh, but I do. But yeah, so like you're, you're, you go into your boss's office. He's getting water poured with gasoline. You just got to. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. dude, I'm, uh, I'm on it. I go. Uh, Woof, <laughs> that guy is really weird. But he comes in <laughs> and he is like, ah, yes, Macaulay, interesting. And he gives him all these items like, 
which of these are yours? And it's like, and which apparently I read this is the, uh, this is the test they give to the Dalai Lama yep. to see who. That's the, correct. That's yeah. correct. Yo, bro. Uh, I used to be the, I'm the Dalai Lama now. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the ultimate fucking irony? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's like, yes, I've got, I got these from your native Boston. Here is a a, a half crushed Sam Adams can. Here is a, a half butt of a cigarette. If they sincerely came out and said the next Dalai Lama after this one was some kid in Boston, honestly, the entire church, their their whole religion would crumble to the ground. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a pack of cools that's crunched. Like, oh, dude, I used. To, you're right. I totally used to smoke menthols. <laughs> a crumpled, a crumpled up Dunkin' Donuts bag. <laughs> oh, this Dropkick Murphys T-shirt with cigarette burns all over it. I'm feeling something, bro. I, I'm remembering, bro. It's so oh, sad, man. So, like, before. I don't know, they can continue talking about these trinkets. A fucking car drives through the wall. Yeah, this is the Blues Brothers portion of the film. Now, <laughs> mm-hmm. You get a lot of information here that Macaulay, yes, was in uh, was institutionalized a couple of times. He cut open his own. He scarred his chest by writing look inside. Very important. Mm-hmm. And he's also there's a lot of talk about like. I remember you from the second Punic War oh, and God. all this oh, nonsense. Right. We do have, because the other thing you see kind of throughout this movie until he like, you know, until Wahlberg's character is seeing the full picture here, he gets these like glimpses of like yes. these you know flashbacks of these present past lives or whatever. One of them is definitely like him in some sort of like, ancient-ish like central or south american looking situation and like every time one of those happens specifically you have to laugh that it's mark Wahlberg in this <laughs> yes <Yeah>. absolutely because <laughs> so, you hope they all had the same voice oh, like shit. the guy the, the original guy who was making the sword i want him to like uh, oh bro i made a sword <laughs> <laughs> if only i could go back in time and hate crime myself <laughs> <laughs> oh shit bro it's pretty cool living during the incan empire <laughs> oh, oh, fuck, bro. Was I an apocalypto? <laughs> oh, I, gu- I guess I have been to Japan. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, this, you know, this car drives through. It's this uh, this woman, Nora, I think is the character's name. She's the she's Roxy in the Kingsman movie. She's like the yeah. one lady they allow in the movie. That's uh, OK. She, yeah. she looks like a cross between Ronda Rousey and uh, Captain America's beard. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's, what's uh, yes, name? whatever her name is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about Emily something or other. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, no, she looks I, and she's not fantastic um, as an not actress. Not at all. This is a you went through the entire checklist. Everyone said no. And mm-hmm. then you cast this woman. Yeah, I think I think both Ronda Rousey and the beard said no. I think they both <laughs> were, they were the two above her. Is Are you talking the, about the, the, the Agent the woman? Carter? Yeah. The, no, no, no. Agent Carter's daughter. Right? Yes. yes. Agent Carter's daughter. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to look this up right now. I remember uh, Agent Carter. I don't remember the daughter. I know the daughter will get killed in in certain circles. (laughs) The daughter comes into play, and I think the second Captain America. Yeah, she's a Winter Soldier, and her name is, here it comes. Come on. Emily Van Camp. Lee Van Camp? Would you guess that? Emily Van Camp. Oh, Emily Van Camp. Lee Van Cleef. Yeah, Lee Van Cleef for sure. 
And Lee Van Cleef as Peggy Carter's daughter. All right, come on, Steve. We're going to go to the movies tonight. And we're going to make out. Or maybe granddaughter or something. I just watched. Uh, here's the thing I've been secretly doing because it's like not great, but it's they're 30, they're 30 minutes and Uh-oh. it's fine. I've been watching that. What if Uh-huh. none of it is good? And I just watched like the zombie one where she's like kind of in it for a second. <sighs> Sometimes you just don't need to make a TV What is show. the zombie one? It's like uh, Bruce Banner comes back. The story is Bruce Banner oh, comes back to Earth. Like a yes, zombie. He, he, he comes back to Earth because he's trying. It's like what they do in the movies. Like he blasts back to Earth trying to warn of the impending invasion or whatever. And when he gets to Earth, every, a zombie apocalypse has happened. And so, like, most of the Avengers also have turned into zombies, except for like a select few. And that's just what it is. There was, there was a Marvel comic line of zombies. Yes. I don't know if it's the same story, but that's hmm. that's what it is. And it's not great. Anyway, <laughs> but so like he, he, she rescues him, and she's got the funniest part about this movie is this. In, so they're called themselves the Infinites, and they have this like branding and all this stuff, and like oh, yeah. she's in this supercar. She's like, now you have to drive, and he, she pushes a button, and the dr- the steering wheel goes on. Uh, she pushes, I'm sorry, the Infinite button. And it sure. goes, the, the steering wheel goes on his side of the car. He's like, oh, great. The steering wheel just moved. That's normal. And it's like, <laughs> you are not this character. You're right, Eric. He's way too old to be this sort of like yeah. uh, puppy dog kind of like sarcastic, like, I'm too young for this shit. Like, yeah, no, you're yeah. Old for a guy like Dylan O'Brien's age or like a Tom exactly. Holland or you yep. know. Chris Evans. Yes. <laughs> like literally, yeah, that yeah, was Chris it. Like, and because it does, it's also the kind of humor is very marvelly, like, oh, guess that happened. Yes, Uh-oh. exactly. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> now, it, would be awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome if throughout this movie. Every time he was like shocked about something, it was just Mark Wahlberg like, uh oh. <laughs> now you're driving the car. Uh oh. <laughs> they found your sword. Uh oh. <laughs> That's a great catchphrase for yeah. Evan McCauley. You're you're going to drive this motorcycle onto a plane. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Oh, uh, this, this uh, Norseman is going to give up his life for you. Uh-oh, he's dead now. <laughs> oh, my fucking God, this movie. It sucks, man. Dude, so what the fuck is the egg, by the way? We're talking about this egg thing. So, yes. pe- yeah. What, so, now, what is it? What are we, It's a MacGuffin for sure, but. Yeah, so uh, Chuetel has made this, uh, uh, what the Bathurst has made uh, this big egg. Well, it, it looks bigger when it's in use. In actuality, it's very small, which will come into mm-hmm. come into play in a little bit. Mo- here. Also, like with when you're shopping for sex toys, dude, that's the exact well, yeah, when you're well, looking mm-hmm. at vibrating eggs, you're like, that looks a little too big to fit in my ass. But then when you get it home, you're like, oh, it's not as big as <laughs> well, it looked on the website. That's why Bathurst made the egg is because he had tried all the store bought uh, vibrating eggs. And he's like, these are not getting me off. These fucking right. things. Tisha, I'm going to do it myself. So I'm going to make the best fucking sex egg there ever mm-hmm. has been. And it's going to end the planet. From all of his memories of being a sex uh, toy merchant in Venice <laughs> all those years ago. Is that what that play is about? Yes, it yeah, is. Yes. Back in 1900s. Yeah, that's why it got so wet there. <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. That's awful. <laughs> but no, for the, the egg destroys all life. Uh, uh, very, uh, it's interesting. Uh, when uh, it kills everybody, they kind of uh, drift off in particles like uh, some movie. 
Some yeah, movie that almost, was uh, uh, it's a small about hit. A snap. A blink. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, uh, fuck. Oh. Fuck. I'm Uh-oh. forgetting it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Mr. the movie. Uh oh. <laughs> Oh my during god! This, hold on, the, I'm sorry. Now you're saying yeah. that Mark Wahlberg would be the young plucky Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, I, I think that's that's what I was getting at there. Yeah, yeah so wait, just a, oh my god, I'm so young. You guys are so old. Remember that old movie, The Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> no, Mark, uh, uh, you really shouldn't want to have sexual tension with Aunt May. No, you, you really don't want to have that. You also don't want to have it with Zendaya, though. So yeah. bad. You know. We're really in trouble here. Uh, during that fucking car chase, though, because Chiwetel's coming after them and this whole thing, they cause some big, like, like car explosion and Wahlberg, like, skids the car, their car through a fireball and, like, there's cars flying everywhere. Speaking of the Blues Brothers, but, like, this is some of, the, like, the worst CGI car pile-on I've oh, seen sure. in a really long time. The well, effects the, are not there with this movie. The action is just so nothing. Like, you know, the best... The best that 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 should be the exciting part, right? And Anton Fuqua theoretically is a good action director, but not not here. No, mm. no. I mean, because you're not you're not given the resources to make real action. I'm sorry, it's all just cartoon shit, and your computer budget is terrible. But that's the thing with Fuqua is I just don't think he's made a, a, a supernatural is not his bag. No, you need to get him in a western. Mm-hmm. You need to get him on the streets. Yeah. Uh, I, I need like just well, gut, like like shootout violence is his thing. I That's would what's say good. keep him away from the Western as well. That Magnificent Seven remake was well, not did. very good. That's Oof. fair. Oof, it's got its moments, but overall, yeah, it's it's not great. No, it's not. <laughs> um, but she uh, so in this like I think it's maybe after they drive through the fireball, she is further explaining to him because they know that the audience isn't going to get it. So they make the protagonist keep not understanding yes. it either. And she's just like, do you ever think about destiny? And he's like, destiny? Nobody's got time for destiny, which is fucking, dude, Mark Wahlberg should never say the word destiny in a movie. <laughs> but she's like, you're the same person over different lives. You can forge a sword because you were a blacksmith. And I'm like, it, it was the one time where I was like, okay, I guess I did also need that because this is kind of around when I started understanding the movie. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool if like a, the, when he's eventually reborn, a spoiler alert at the stinger scene at the end, like if that yeah. kid can be like, oh, I could I could manage a restaurant really well. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I know I know I know the, uh, the the entire front line of the 2008 New England Patriots. <laughs> Well, I can make I can make hand stretch noodles. Oh, not bad. <laughs> All right, not bad. Yeah. nice little nice little town I got here. He, uh, but we are told that you know the nihilists want the world to end, and the believers are trying to leave humanity better off than they found it. Guys. Doing a fucking <laughs> shit job for centuries. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fucking it up left and right. Honestly. Uh, so he goes on the plane because he's like, "Fuck it, man. I might as well." He's like, "Well, you know, something, something." He's like, oh, I don't believe in reincarnation. It's just, it's the uh, the philosophical equivalent of better luck next time. Any of these jokes working for you? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, because it's impossible for him to be snappy. No, it's not. He can't deliver. 
I guess what this is, they're hoping this was supposed to be, which is like rat-a-tat kind of dialogue. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you're making a movie with Mark Wahlberg, folks. Mm -hmm. When he says any of this stuff, it it doesn't sound like he even knows what he's saying. (laughs) Yes, that's absolutely true. I I, I think he has a fundamental non-understanding of what this movie is about. If you ask Mark Wahlberg- Welcome to the club, dude. (laughs) No, I know. But if, if you ask Mark Wahlberg like in an interview, like, please explain, you know, the story of the film Infinite to me, he would be like, ah- uh oh! <laughs> it's uh, about believing in yourself, bro. You know, yeah, and totally. about you know, hope is yeah, what it's, it's about. about getting, it's about hope. Getting up and staying on that hustle, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rise and grind infinitely. I believe. <laughs> Around here, I think is the absolute worst line of this movie because they get in a plane and she takes him to. Was I looking at this right? It's like a hidden island or some sure, shit. Sure, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he, and because this, yeah. what's amazing about this is this line, and for folks at home who, d- who didn't get it, we will clarify here uh-huh. what we're doing. He says to her, it's a long way from Arthur Avenue. Yes. S- Steve Sadek, explain why this is insane. <laughs> because, and I mean, we should say also in this movie, he is doing his damnedest to flatten out his accent. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. he is like, like it's, He's like, it's like not as bad as Doctor Strange per se, but he's really trying to be like, yes, that like it. it so, but he, a long way to Arthur Avenue means uh, he's from the Bronx. That's mm-hmm. Arthur Avenue is a famous neighborhood neighborhood in the Bronx, and so that is giving you a high sign. And you know, the movie takes place in New York, Vancouver, but it takes place in New York in the, in the early going. So he's and from also the Bronx. Uh, from the Bronx, but it's possible. I mean, it doesn't obviously necessarily mean this but there's also a good shot if that's the thing that he's referencing he's also the, the movie's telling you he's even the you know i guess with the last name no but like i was also like is this movie trying to say like he is italian no no i think you could be irish from the bronx for sure like you could just yeah be no like, i know but like the specific of like Ar- i think arthur avenue i think yes. like the italian restaurants oh for the, sure you know, the markets blah 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 but just overall, just like the idea of him being from the Bronx is hysterical. I feel like the New York Irish don't sound as distinct as the Boston Irish. No. And just set yeah. it in Boston because a lot of these streets we're using for New York are so not New York. I yeah, would believe dude, them more as Boston. It's aggressively not New York City in yeah. this movie. Again, it looks like Maryland for most of it. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. Like, I, 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 it drove me crazy, honestly. I like, and he could have, from Martha Avenue, you could have uh, an Irish father and an Italian mother. And yes, that's also, also definitely. Yeah. Two A greatest alcoholics uh, bloodlines <laughs> together, finally. While, while we're quickly talking about New York geography, I know someone is going apeshit because we're actually doing this. And I apologize, <laughs> sir, but imagine if. But fuck Montana. They made a <laughs> the movie about your hometown and, and they got it all wrong. Imagine how you'd feel. You'd feel really well, bad. They don't make movies about my area, sir. Well, maybe they should. <laughs> but fuck uh, Montana, population two. One's getting their butt fucked. And the other one is being, is doing the butt fucking. Yeah, it turns out still... it doesn't make more people, but it is pleasurable. <laughs> it's a ton of fun, dude. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, he is, you know, we're finding out all about Treadway uh-huh. and why Treadway was so important. And it's something, of, there's some dumb fucking line here too, where it's like something, something, the fifties. And he's like, <sighs> oh, the fifties, something, something or other. And then like this Nora character goes, uh, yeah, 
the oh that's what it is because the name of this guy is Heinrich Treadway yes. and he goes wow Heinrich that's quite the name for the fifties yeah. and this girl goes uh seventeen fifties <laughs> the line is even stupider because he was like huh the the fifties bro really good time for music but I guess it was bad for oh bad yes. for names that's what it is really mm. good time for music you're right <laughs> you are the fifties like what you are right now you are yeah. well in. <laughs> And he, we should say, he's got this snappy young boy haircut. It is just ill-fitting. Not and, really. you know, here's how ill-fitting it is, dude. It is a little boy's haircut. You put it on a guy like Mark Wahlberg, that's a fucking white supremacist haircut It is. Right there. It, oh, just, yeah. it happens. Because all them white supremacists just got little baby boy haircuts, man. <laughs> well, no, I, I, jo- I joined the Proud Boys because I'm pride. I'm prideful. <laughs> I, I like myself. What, no, there's... not that kind of pride, bro. No, no. What? Oh, fuck. Wait a oh, second. Oh, oh, oh. no. Uh oh! Uh oh! No gay, bro. Uh oh! I hung out with Gavin McInnes. Uh oh! Uh oh! I'm in the Capitol. I will. This is a good point. Time to make uh, to uh, mention. They don't say this explicitly, but it almost is. It, it is what we're doing because of uh, either homophobia or transphobia or whatever. If you're a boy, you're a boy in every lifetime. If you're a girl, you're a girl oh, in every lifetime. That and that no is sense. dumb as dirt stupid. Did they well, actually I, say that? I forget. I must they, have been uh, not they, watching the movie at that they point. They don't. But like, <laughs> if you think about it, every time you're talking about Mark Wahlberg's previous life, he's it's a guy. True. It's, it's, never like, it's never like, oh, when you were a countess, whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's this uh, the Sophie Cookson character. Her deal is, which we'll find out who cares, is she is an immortal lover of this other dude who dies in the first the first reel and he which we'll find out something something gets his brain his soul stolen onto a computer he's a microchip this is where, he's a microchip this is where yeah. when they when they introduced that element of this movie i was like pause <laughs> yeah. not enough weed has been consumed and i had to get up i'd fucking light another joint and keep the train going because i was like we're putting souls into computers yep. now so okay it's a gun called a dethroner and what it does is <laughs> oh man the bullet has oh, like my dethroner yeah because i guess because they're gods they view themselves as is that what sure. they're sure. i don't know anyway so the bullet like has a little microchippy on it and uh once it kills you it sucks your soul into the microchip and now you cannot be reincarnated so the nihilists will stop the cycle of reincarnation and yes and but so that's happened to her boyfriend and he mark Wahlberg goes into a room and there's all these pictures of all these women throughout the ages and it's like wow these are all you like how i mean like it's obviously mark Wahlberg. Like, all right i'll do your reincarnation movie but i ain't never been no lady yep absolutely and it's just the dumbest like that's really a way to make your movie interesting. Exactly. And you're just Wahlberging it up. Yeah, well, I mean, a woman in the stinger, the re- rebirth yes, of him exactly. should be a lady. Well, what do you expect? You read about this. J.K. Rowling did a pass. <laughs> oh, yeah. A good <laughs> polish here. Make oh, sure. Is that why there's Jewish goblins in this running the banks? <laughs> also, end of uh, finger magic. Uh, all the magic is from there, really. Careful, Eric. You're going to have to apologize to her on Twitter. Uh, I cannot believe John Stewart walked that back. What a fucking coward. He should have stayed on the farm or wherever the fuck he was these past 15 years. Yes, his fucking farm or animal rescue out in Jersey, whatever he's doing, stay out there. Never, Uh, never apologized of all apologize to people. Never apologize to J.K. Rowling about anything. Nope. Ever. 
But like, if I woke up, if I if I had this immortal uh, reincarnation thing, and I kept showing up as a dude, I'd get really annoyed. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, this again? Again? this God, this stuff. It. Yeah. Uh. So like, also at this little island facility, secret base, wherever they are, um, Mark Wahlberg meets Garrick, who is the actor Liz Carr. You guys who watch Devs might remember her. She was on a, a pretty prominent episode uh, at one point. If you haven't seen Devs, by the way, great fucking show. Really I good. Say. Never, really, never really saw good. it, but um, I like Alex Garland, so I, I yeah. totally forgot about it. I should. Go yeah, back. ditto. It was one of those totally. things. Like, oh, I want to go watch that, and then it went away, and then I never thought about it again. Absolutely. God tier Nick Offerman stuff. Ooh. Yeah, it was one of those like Hulu uh, or FX on Hulu buried jobs, mm-hmm. and like if you didn't know, if you didn't actively know about it, you weren't going to find it. But anyway, so this, this woman, I mean, I honestly, I, I'm sorry. The only, in, I feel like yeah. the only way I can watch all these shows now is I need to start being reincarnated. I really think that's <laughs> the <laughs> only way I'm going to get through it all, dude. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, totally understandable, oh, man. Bro, uh, I've just been born and I remember every episode of married with children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, sick dude. Now I'm just, all right, in this lifetime, I'm just going to go through all the Hulu shows. And then the next <laughs> lifetime, I'll do all the Amazons. Now I'm watching Hollets. <laughs> oh, crap, bro. I can remember all of Supernatural from the beginning. <laughs> Wheel of Time, tell me about it. Oh, fuck, bro. Oh, every episode of Mozart in the Jungle? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, put me in a computer. I don't want to do this anymore. This guy is a genius reincarnated person. He could quote every fucking episode of Mozart in the Jungle. <laughs> he, even, he even remembers the Malcolm McDowell shit. It's incredible. Uh, so she tells him about this device, which uh, are, did I hear this? Did I hear this right? Are they calling it the Yang? I missed it. Whatever, whatever you're about to say, I think I don't know. She, so the device that like he has to put the egg into at the end of the movie is oh. like the, the world killer thing, and I could have sworn oh, that Liz, Liz Carr's character called it the Yang, I, and it will kill everything on Earth because if there's nothing left alive, and this is something that's interesting, they say there's nothing left alive. Yes. To uh, if if that's the case, if there's nothing left alive on the planet, there's nothing to reincarnate to. But I was like. Nothing at all left alive means like. Are, are we saying that we're we could go into dogs and I guess, fucking I guess. trees and shit? I mean, more interesting, obviously. I mean, whatever the gauntlet rules were, it's the same thing. So the gauntlet thing, egg, same fucking. Just thing. take a second and do a parlor scene and set the table better, so that I know that this is like a Genesis device that'll kill the entire planet. I feel like right. we need like show me, you know, do your magic fingers and show me a model of the Earth being destroyed or something. Well, you get yeah. that shitty like people being blown away by sand, but also kind of like T two thing. Yes, absolutely. Yep. That is a hundred percent a Terminator two flash forward mind thing. Yeah, and yeah. it's also it's it's also very I don't feel so good, Mister Stark. It, as well, it, yep, <laughs> fucking insane. It's fucking I, I fucking hate Infinity War, but it's fucking insane to rip it off like that. Exactly, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Holy shit, that felt freaking real, is what he says. <laughs> yes, when after after he has the vision. Uh-huh. It's yeah, it's like a mother and a kid, like basically just blipping away. Yeah, like, turning, turning to, to like ash. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that that felt freaking real. Oh man, <laughs> freaking dude, <laughs> just and again, like dude, you're 50 years old. You're saying freaking, like come on. <laughs> um, yeah, he meets the group here. There's also some big Viking motherfucker, uh, dude. This I- Icelandic guy, man. Uh, what a bad character. <laughs> well, you always have from now on, you're going to have to have at least one person in any ca- any big movie cast like this have to have at least one person who was in Game of Thrones. Has mm-hmm. to yeah, have yeah. You have to have at least one person. Mm-hmm. got to do it. I just went to his page here. He played Lem- Lemon Cloak, and I don't even know who that was. <laughs> <Of course. in laughs> Game of you have to. You have to do it. And now I, read, from, uh, I read every book and I read, you know, watched every episode and I have no <laughs> idea what that is. He's, yeah. also, he's also in uh, Vikings, obviously. Uh-huh. Clearly, that's how that works. Oh, he was on the the Star Show Vikings. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I recognize him from fucking Eurovision, that mm. terrible movie that everybody liked last year. He was also in Atomic Blonde. Oh, really? Um, and this is Yo- Johannes Johan uh, Johannesson. Who the way they have him decked out in this movie with the beard and the hair such as it is, he looks like one of the jackass guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> he looks like the one that would be now reincarnated. <laughs> oh man, he's Ryan Dunn yeah. reincarnated. That'd be, yeah. I mean, that that'd be great for Jackass forever. Is just like they get start getting reincarnated. That'd be awesome. That would be fucking no cool. man. I, are we ever going to get to see that movie? <laughs> It's supposed to come February. It's supposed to be coming out. Wow. Well, uh, we'll see. I'll believe it when my ass is in the seat. I mean, I mean Mor- Morbius got pushed back again, guys. I don't oh, know. It's just, oh, it's, no. it's, it's, it, it, it has to stay within 2022 because I need to do that for Worcester 23. I have to, <laughs> I have to do it. I almost guarantee I you they're saw- adding something in for No Way, uh, no Way Home. <laughs> they're doing some tie. Oh. They had to, I just feel it in my bones with this shit now. I saw the trailer for it finally. Actually, Oof. when I when I went to see No Way Home, yeah. and my reaction was, "Oh, that's what this is." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I because I'm not familiar with the character, yeah. of course, and I was just like, "Oh, oh boy, <laughs> got it." <laughs> so, like, whatever. I mean, also at this point in the movie, he should just. And we're learning a lot of stuff, which we're talking about, which is the dethroning thing. We learned all about Sophie Cookson's like immortal love situation that her boyfriend is on uh, fucking uh, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor's hard drive, and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> it's next to my pornography. <laughs> and he, <laughs> ooh, private browsing. I'm looking at your boyfriend now. <laughs> Oh, my brother Fester, I see you've been on my computer. I swear to God, he's only doing Gomez Adams in this. It doesn't make any other sense. And like no one said no to him because he's like, I'm, you're lucky I'm in your movie. Uh, yeah. But like at this point, because it just it's so annoying that it takes Mark Wahlberg even more to remember who he was. Like yep. at this point, it just starts to get it starts to drag because it's like, you still don't remember? It's like, no, bro, I don't. What's an immortal? And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, put it together. Uh, meanwhile, Chiwetel Ejiofor, in my favorite scene of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, fi- runs afoul of Toby Jones. And oh, my starts, God, dude. I think this is secretly the reason I wanted to do this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> he 
Because he drowns him in honey? (laughs) No, first he shoots both of his hands with arrows. (laughs) (laughs) I almost fell over in my chair just now, just thinking about it. I'm not kidding. I I leaned back to laugh. It's the crossbow thing. And then his number two says, like, isn't there a better way to do this or something? He's like, well, the old ways are the best ways. Yeah, she says something like, you know, we have guns now or something like that. But, dude, here's the thing. Toby Jones getting uh, an arrow through his hand is fucking hilarious. Yep. Toby Jones getting arrows through both of his hands is like Marx Brothers level <laughs> comedy perfection. Poetry is what it is. Oh, my, I was screaming laughing at this. The, oh, my God. Then him getting like drowned in honey is pretty erotic. <laughs> it's really- oh, dude, that was doing it. If, if you fancy yourself someone who's into like both like weird gnome-esque little English guys and fucking sticky play. This <laughs> was doing it for you. Because it's like this big woman. It's, it's, or is, is it Chiwetel or the tall woman doing it to him? I forget. I think the, I think it's the... Uh, or is it the woman who is implementing the gasoline oh, waterboarding? Maybe, maybe. It's, it's her doing the drowning because uh, 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 Bathurst is like talking to him. Oh, while got it's it right. Yeah, so like, oh, you're right. Oh, dude, Toby Jones is hard as a rock in this season. <laughs> oh, man. I want to get drowned by a giant woman. <laughs> Because <laughs> I mean, he's a tight. <laughs> he's not a tall man, that Toby Jones, as we know. No, not at all. That's why when they were like, "Oh, you want to come back for some of these there uh, Captain America sequels or whatnot?" We'll just put your tiny little voice in a computer uh, instead. <laughs> Could you uh, cast me with Charlize Theron? Uh, <laughs> maybe once or twice. <laughs> She's awfully tall, you know. I want to climb her. <laughs> no, dude, a live action. Uh, B movie with Toby Jones and Elizabeth Debicki. <laughs> it's just him in a little bumblebee suit. Yes, do it. They yeah. wouldn't do it. They wouldn't have to do any of that Gandalf CGI technology. No, exactly. It's all to scale. It would look he's so there. He's he's dressed as in a little bee costume, and he's just like, oh yes, it is I, Barry B. Benson, and boy, I'm horny for you, Elizabeth Debicki. Oh, maybe we can add a sister character and cast Gwendolyn Christie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. That's wow. <laughs> Stop the show for a minute to think about this one. We'll be right back. There's a little horny bee. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Um, but Dude, this honey. He and Here's the thing about the honey. I, for the first, like, second of it, I was like, that's not so bad. I was like, I could fucking take that honey. And then after a while, I was like, no, I would drown with that honey. But I mean, like, poor fucking Toby Jones is actually, like, he has to look at the script like, Antoine, are we, uh, when do we cut? Does the honey go all the, oh, it's going all the way. In, you're going to literally drown in honey. We have uh, people on hand to make sure you don't die. Oh. But you, to get, you want to catch it. Hey, hey, Toby, you want to eat tonight? You better eat some fucking honey first. No, no, Toby, <laughs> it's very important when I'm shooting this scene, what I'm going to have you do is it's just going to be smeared all over your face <laughs> as if you're a baby with like cake on its face. That's what the look we're going to give you, Toby, is just honey <laughs> smeared all over your face. It is after so you so- vomit it up. Here's the thing. Like there's this. There's all of the stuff with like it's getting poured in his mouth and all over his face and whatever. And it is fucking hilarious. This little guy's just choking on honey. <laughs> But then at some point, like, Chiwetel mentions it's, I don't know what he's talking about. It's like something, something, something. This is, you know, you're, you're, you have to have faith or something like that. And Toby Jones manages to get all this honey out of his mouth long enough to be like, this line is so fucking terrible. He's like, faith, 
blah 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 faith and he's like yeah. spitting honey all over no because he's like you've never found faith and you don't know anything about friendship and loyalty and he's got all this honey he's like Pooh bear <laughs> oh man he could be uh, making oh. the honey this way for elizabeth De- De- debecky he's like feeding her like by coughing it up uh-huh oh totally <laughs> Uh, but Chiwetel says, oh, thank you for enlightening me, <laughs> and then just murders him. So they're like, all right, uh, you know, we tried to do this, like, neural pathways training. There's a quick scene where, like, he has this little helmet on. He sort of looks like Pinhead, and they're, <laughs> they're trying to, like, shock him because they basically determine that, like, his days of being treated with all this medication for schizophrenia. And uh, we are told, I think he also received electroshock therapy. Uh, they're like, oh, that fucked up your, like, you know, your puberty, remembering all yeah. of your past lives. So we're trying to, like, jumpstart his brain, basically. And he sort of remembers, like, fighting with Rupert Friend and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but then, like, Basically, it's like, oh, yeah, you realize your path life was in Mexico. You know, where did you hide that egg? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he can't get it. So they're like, all right, here's the last thing. And we're we're basically kind of stealing the way we sort of name characters in the Matrix. Oh, we are kind of doing the oh, yeah. Matrix thing here. They're like, we have to take him to the artisan. Uh, and uh, they go to the artisan, who is Jason Mendoza's, who's uh, doing uh, his best to inject anything into this movie that's Some good. life. It would be yeah, nice to have some life in this. But it's not. It's no, not there. Zooks, Zooks tries his hardest, <laughs> man, but he, he can't carry this movie on his back. Uh, the other thing is, we should say, they everyone makes it to the artisan except for the Icelandic dude because Chiwetel uh, invades... By the way, I realized... Oh, no, you're, you're getting a little mixed up. Yeah. Am because, I? Okay, sorry. No, the no, old lady. The, the uh, old lady gets it first. Liz yeah. Carr... Because mm-hmm. basically, when, when they go to see You're the right. artisan, they leave their compound pretty much un, unprotected. They go, and uh, he he needs to find out where they're going, so he starts to get into... He destroys their compound and kills Liz Carr, and, like, yes, she is uh, disabled. And this you want to talk about things this movie doesn't need? There's oh, this, God. She gives this, he gives this impassioned speech about... He's like, why would you want to live like this? And she's like... I, you know, I'm a person too. And it's like, I know, man. <laughs> it's just like, and I, you know, I, I, it's it, in, a, in a better movie, it would make a lot of, it would be really interesting because like, that's an interesting character, right? She's a disabled character who is reincarnated and, it, you know, she doesn't, you know, she finds power in that and all that stuff. All that's great, but not in this movie. But, but not in 30 this seconds. movie. It's like I, one of her three lines is I'm a person too. Like, yeah. it's not, that's how that works. But I think it's also just because like, he's kind of pissed off because like, they used to fuck, you find yeah, out. Yeah, like, oh yeah. We were fucking all the time, and now I can't. <laughs> I know that game. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you're, you're right. You're right. I, I got ahead. Yeah. So they get there uh, to meet the artisan, and Zooks is like, oh, is he blocked? And so they decide, like, they can do this other kind of thing where they're going to like drown him in a fucking back to tank or something. (laughs) Yes. And meanwhile, so the, the, the the best part of this whole movie, aside from Toby Jones getting tortured is the artisan (laughs) lives because he's a heat. They say he's a self-proclaimed hedonist and he lives at a gambling uh, casino, like a Monte Carlo kind of uh, canto bite kind of a thing going on upstairs. Mm -hmm. And so meanwhile, you know, he uh, Bathurst finds out from this car where they're going and it's just it's it's fucking Chuatil Edgefor at a poker table with an enormous iPad. 
And like the dealer <laughs> yes. has to be like, uh, sir, no Netflix at the table, sir. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> totally. Uh, you're either you're either gambling or you're off somewhere watching Shit's Creek. Uh, I, look, I like Big Mouth too. I think it's a, a, a fine program, uh, but not here. Uh, bet, is, bet is to you, Squid Game. What are we doing? What's <laughs> going on like, over there, pal? With the way that gambling establishments rightfully are always like very paranoid about people ripping them off oh, and sure. cheating and whatever. Like the mafia would be fucking on this guy in two seconds. Like get this goddamn iPad off the table, buddy. <laughs> I know Oscar season, Oscar season's coming up, but the power of the dog really should be watched at home. <laughs> You're ready with the mafia angle. This is a quick way to get reincarnated. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you pull out an iPad at a, at a high stakes poker game. You're done for. You just take a, like a huge like a, a camera on your shoulder and just put it on there. <laughs> yes, sir. I do. Uh, I'm glad that they have Seinfeld. Yeah, the the aspect ratio really annoys me. But you, the bet is to you, sir. <laughs> Twenty to you. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's in the Disney Plus menu. If you go to uh, the bonus features, you can actually switch the Simpsons back to four three. I know. I wish they did it for other shows too. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But also, uh, bet is to you, sir. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bu uh, Bubba Fett is on Wednesdays. It, I know the, it, uh, the Mandalorian was on Fridays, but it's actually on Wednesday. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Uh, but so yeah, Manzukas puts him in this tank. He officially, like, he fucking dies on the table, but then, yeah. like, a whoops comes back. And this is, like, he remembers being, you know, Styles in a previous life and the fucking <laughs> Treadway egg inside him thing. Uh. Oh, I know everything now, bro. And at this point, Bathurst uh, breaches the compound because he's uh, he finished his episodes and uh, <laughs> he's ready to go down there. So, and then this time, as Landic guy is like, I will fight him for some reason. And right. There's another, shit. there's another character here, Trace. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who, this character is just assassinated right here. That's how they know that they're, like, getting, you know, the, the hit is coming. Like, this woman just falls over, like, ah! And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, I guess she was assassinated. Okay. It, it's funny, because she's just going to come back. Like, they make such a big deal about how, like, uh, the, the microchip people are, are are like being made, but like she's just somebody who got shot and just come back. So I was like, oh, so you don't even have to mourn her. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, it's just kind of annoying because if like I think uh, Icelandic dude is in a relationship with her. It's like, well, I have yes. to either kill myself or wait thirty years to find her again. Like it's really difficult, right? Or at least seventeen, dude. <laughs> dating in your 60s is tough you know uh... i mean i guess you can have an argument to be had there right like technically i'm a thousand and technically she is yeah oh she's an old soul yeah nice try dude <laughs> no, yep, you're still going what, to jail yep that's what doug hutchinson said <laughs> that is, i think that's exactly well, what he said. you know here's the thing two little kids could get away with it right because you know how grampies are always just like look at them they're dating <laughs> oh, you want to Hold your hand with the girlfriend. Are oh, you going to get married yeah. when you grow up? <laughs> and then you're like, I remember World War II. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, a rad uh, moment here. It's kind of the only cool little action part of the movie is uh, they realize that Chiwetel's, you know, breaking in right here. They all try to escape. And Manzukis is like, oh, he does have a, a, a line here where it's kind of LOL. He's like, open weapons room door but then like the dudes come in and there's all these like little they, they sort of look like uh little harry potter quidditch little snitch yeah. things fly yeah. up and they're spinning around and they all blow up and kill these dudes like manzukas's character has like the place booby trapped it was kind of cool 
Yeah. I mean, I, I always like him in stuff, but this movie is obviously awful. It might be improved if like he had a bigger role, like if they combined him and Toby Jones into one character. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually a good call because he is. It's interesting. He's always bringing a presence to whatever, like even in fucking that third John Wick, like which I still like, like it's yeah. cool when he pops up because it's like, you know, fresh new new blood to his story yeah i like him in that i don't like the movie at all um, yes. john way yeah. three but uh yeah he if, if he was in this more throughout and we had like a, a someone who's actually comedic and funny to be the comedy relief or something because this movie it's it, it takes itself seriously and it really shouldn't yeah mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. i i think you should have gotten rid of toby jones had martin short in that role <laughs> oh definitely <laughs> yeah just as clifford yeah, he's, play, he's playing a fucking eight-year-old. <laughs> you try to take away his dinosaur, he kills you. <laughs> so he's like, oh, shit, bro, look. Oh, that's right, because, I'm sorry, he says, to what to, what, what uh, Chiwetel is watching on the iPad is not Netflix, <laughs> but he's actually got a security camera of what's going on in the artist's room. Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg wakes up and is like, oh, look inside, bro. That means... I cut I cut open my body and put the egg inside when I was that younger guy. And when he was when he was that younger guy, I don't think we mentioned it, but he was like searing his body shut with a cigarette lighter from the car. Good it's work. insane. I mean, also like there's I mean, not to be an asshole, but there's there are easier places to cram an egg if you got to fucking cram an egg somewhere. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. man. I mean, just fucking pull over for a second. <laughs> Sit on it. Get, get yourself a hotel room. Get relaxed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Get, and get like a lot of lubricant and then mm-hmm. just take care of it. It's called the reverse Birdo, in case you're wondering. <laughs> uh, it definitely is. It definitely is. Bow. 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 The egg goes into you. Bow. Well, no. <laughs> well, wait. Wait, it's going. It's going opposite, so Aub. Aub. Yeah, you're, Aub. You're right. Aub. Aub. Oh, man, just shoving eggs into Birdo? Oh, it's fuck. A, he made a lot of magic eggs. Aub. Aub. <laughs> uh, so now with this newfound information, we go back to the... We're at the Bathurst Estate in Scotland, I think we're told. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if you're ripping Highlander like this, you got to keep Scotland out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. don't do it. And, uh what here's this is one of the biggest mysteries of the movie i think how do they still have this guy's body oh, but they they it's it's a blink they and you miss it. it it's a blink and you miss thing for some reason it's stupid they they yes. preserve uh any old bodies that these people have i guess mm. just to like for to go down memory lane to like oh remember what i used to look like that and he's yeah. preserved like lenin essentially but yeah like <laughs> in like water and such wow You're, me me from 1850 now that was a hog fuck <laughs> totally look at that fucking thing unreal <laughs> they're just doing arguments it's it's him and toby jones like no back in the 50s i had the bigger dick no i did i had the bigger dick you know what open up the files up the bodies. Yeah. Yeah. do you want to go down to the basement We'll check. Yep. We'll check. Let's All right, guys, check. we're going to the archive. I, we were trying to have a nice dinner party, but now we got to go to the archive. All right, oh, yeah. You, All right, Toby, you're right. Yes, in the 1850s, you did have a dump truck ass. Okay, I, I, <laughs> I forgot that. And yes, I'm looking at. I'm looking. You don't shove that thing at me. Yes, you had a dump truck ass. I get don't, it. Don't, don't you start saying grower not a shower. Okay, <laughs> we're looking at the sizes here. We know what's going on. Well, Stop to be that. fair, I mean they're in the pool. They're in the pool. <laughs> we gotta dry these bodies out to get an accurate measurement yeah get the tape measure out really do it absolutely 
so he gets this egg, man, and he just is like, "Here's to the end of all things." And I was like, "Like the movie?" <laughs> well, because here, two things. One, meanwhile, Mark Wahlberg got shot in the big thing, and it takes him like a long time to get better from that. It's like, just don't even have this in your movie. Like, Manzukis is kind of nursing him back to health, and it's like, okay. Oh, and that's right. Like, Everybody moves on, but Manzukis is like babysitting Wahlberg while he's like in yes. a coma. Because well, no, now it's just Sophie Cookson. She's gonna go in by herself to take. Oh, right. Him the on. whole team's been fucking killed. I forgot. Yeah, so it's like it's just her. And like this, this big speech of uh, like, oh, we can't let it go in alone, bro. But yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. And he's got Bathurst has this army, and I'm like, question: Do it's just arm? Do they are they all uh, nihilists, or do some people just think that they're getting sixty k a year here? What's oh, going on? That's a good question. Probably well, some just sixty kers. Mm-hmm. Well, then ha- are you? Because you got to make sure. You know, if if those hired goons like live through this job, mm-hmm. you don't want them going around like you know talking out of school about what you are. No, okay. you just kill them after them. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, they're all like, going to die when the egg goes off anyway. So that's the yeah, thing. That's true. But boy, like it's I, I guess you know everybody's got to eat. Folks will do things for money, of course. But sure. like if I was some goon and I've got Chiwetel Ejiofor being like, all right, here's the deal, hired goon. Uh, I am this uh, reincarnated uh, <laughs> maniac who has lived many lives, and I'm trying to bring about the end of the world. And, I'm in. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like yada yada yada. I'll give you sixty k if you try to kill this woman. I'd be like, all right, you could have left out the whole like whatever crazy shit you're talking about, but you know what I mean. Like trying to just yeah, convince yeah. one of these guys. Look, so that's why I'll, I'll, I'll kill somebody for money, dude. That's all I need. <laughs> that's why I just sort of assumed because yeah. it would just take. So long to explain what's going on to these guys that they had to have been in on. The it. movie doesn't even explain it to the to the audience. No, not that's fully. right. Uh, so whatever. So that like, there's this assault on the compound. This is when he gets out his fucking drone. Hey, she has a perfect shot on this dude. She's had fucking lifetimes to perfect this shot, and yep. she misses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well done. And uh, what he does here, because like, yeah, she fires through the window. Misses him and uh, the other, uh, the tall assistant is here also. The tall assistant very like slowly moves out of the way. And I was like, you got to react better than that actor. But then also like Chiwetel just goes from standing in front of a window to like just to the side of it. And I was like, any real baller assassin would like shoot through that fucking wall yeah. and yeah. totally kill him. Like, oh, he must just be right there. Let's take a chance and shoot the him. The tall <laughs> assistant is... um Wallace Day playing Agent Chin. You may remember her as Superman's grandmother on the TV show Krypton. Of course. Of course I remember that. Why wouldn't I remember that? Uh, that's uh, sad. And I'm fairly confident that Agent Shin is just information from fucking IMDb. Yes. I don't know that she's mentioned once. No, not at all. Movie. Probably not. What's amazing is this, uh, the, the actress uh, is playing essentially the same role she played in Kingsman 2. Like, literally, yes. this is what happens yeah. at the end of Kingsman. He has to go, and she's trying to shoot from afar, and it doesn't work. It's I, good it's for you incredible. for remembering Grimm's, uh, Kingsman, too. So, well. the, the, the seared into my brain, that piece <laughs> of shit. And, you know, so, like, this is the big uh, thing. He gets on his fucking drone gloves. It looks like it's the end for her. But, uh-oh, here comes... Uh, Manzukis and Wahlberg. Manzukis has a helicopter, and Wahlberg has like an off-road vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, and it's fun just, times. 
And it's you know a, where this kind of like action scene is cool? Like in a James Bond movie. Yes. Not in this Mark Wahlberg Live Forever movie. <laughs> well, they definitely put James Bond in the blender when they made this. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. For it's sure. All, it's all in there, dude. And that's the best thing is like, take little bits from great movies and then you'll have a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> if this was in a Bond movie, you would have like that fucking score kicking in and shit. Mm-hmm. And this is just like, mm-hmm. I don't even think there's, is there music during this? Scene? <laughs> that, maybe. There must have been, but They're I don't Probably remember. right, but I don't remember it. So the, at this point, um, Superman's grandmother fights Sophie Cookson. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I'll never stop get tired of that. Uh, and she winds up, uh, th- there's like a, you know, because Sophie Cookson wants to go destroy his wall of like uh, old, old the, souls. The soul hard drive container. And meanwhile, yeah. which is like, yeah. That's cool, but you have to help Mark Wahlberg because what he's fighting for is the end of existence. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I know yep. that could happen after. That's you can it. totally blow up that hard drive after. Exactly. Like, more people need to be worried about the end of existence. Like, I know we want to <laughs> have, like, different objectives, but the end of existence is the uh, a pretty big deal. But but my boyfriend's up there. <laughs> my boyfriend. <laughs> then he, this is when Mark Wahlberg... Like, Chewy tell Edge of Force, hey, he's activated his egg like 20 minutes ago. There's no countdown. I feel like he's just like, did I, did I do it right? Is it, is it, <laughs> it's, 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 it's green, is green good or green bad? There's not really a demo phase for something <laughs> like this. You can't really do it. You just gotta do it. Wait, hold on. I'm on the phone with Optimum right now. Yes, it's, it's blinking white, not a solid white light. Is that good or bad? Oh, it went to green. It went to red again. Okay, we have a problem here. Okay, could you connect it on your side, maybe? Boy, how embarrassing, right? Is like you're trying to like bring about the end of times, and you can't do it due to like bad internet connection. <laughs> we don't. Fuck! We don't have FiOS yet. Mm. I feel like there's a 5G coronavirus thing we could do with this. Conversation. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, on a, she, she's on a plane now. Oh, I'm sorry. You go. Well, no, I was just going to say the, that the fight between Nora and Agent Shin is so fucking uh, lackluster. She stabs this Agent Shin like immediately yes. and the girl drops dead and that's the end of it. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like, oh wow. And then she's like, she's all wounded and she's trying to get to the wall and like Manzukis helps her and that's sort of fun. Manzukis actually has kind of one of the most badass parts in the movie because like all these other goons are ready to kill Nora. And then here comes fucking Zooks with this helicopter and just shoots the, shoots dudes with a helicopter gun. Absolutely. Sure. Hey, he's having fun here. Uh, but so yeah, after after the you know the helicopter assault or whatever, this is Wahlberg. Wahlberg is on this motorcycle and he's chasing after Chiwetel, who's on this huge plane trying to take off. And he like and, uses a sword to get on the plane. That sort yeah. of thing. Oh god damn! But he wait, wait he th- now is he on top of the plane at this point? Yeah, he, he makes the jump oh with god. the motorcycle yes. onto the plane. The, pl- the motorcycle skids off, but then he puts the sword down to stop himself. Yes, he uses the sword to like walk around the plane and hold himself up there. And then he opens the hatch with it after he realizes he has magical powers yes. and remembers his life as a young man in 1985 <laughs> <laughs> before and this he is, was born. This oh, is uh, this is Neo discovering that he's the yes, one in the exactly. hallway. This is yeah. exactly it. He's like, oh. 
it doesn't matter. Like I'm impervious to like wind resistance. Like he stands up on the wing of this plane. See, this is the thing is like they're trying. It's like you have to do a thing where it's like the less of us or like the more of us dethrone, the more stronger we get or yes. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, there you go. That's something. And like, yeah, but, I, I've lived a hundred times or whatever. So now I'm really, really special. That's well, the, right. Then the Highlander people would really have a, a case. <laughs> yeah, then right. yeah, it's, it's, then it's we're the, going to court. It's the quickening <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, the only thing that's kind of cool about this, and if it was a movie where it wasn't like just rampant garbage CGI, it would be kind of cooler, is like he, the way he gets the motorcycle on the plane is like driving it basically off the side of a, you know, Scottish Highland hill, yep. you know, and as and times it so that he gets as the plane is flying right. It's like, it's kind of rad, but it's just like all really bad computer animation. Well, so it really takes you out of it. Well, you're right in saying that this is narratively the Neo moment where he realizes. But as far as the actual what's going on in the movie, this is the Tom Cruise portion of the evening. Yes. Yeah. Where, right. where, yep. Because we're doing the motorcycle stunt into. Uh, this is incredible. They jacked an action scene from a movie that did bad. <laughs> the remake of The Mummy, where they're being yeah. bounced all over the fucking <laughs> plane while there's yes. something anchored to the middle of it. Is exactly the same. So you you couldn't just take the ones that made money, huh? You had to take the ones that also crash and well, burn. We're gonna get uh, it right this time. Chris. Sure, of course you are. And for, I mean, you know, for what it's worth, and yeah, that movie, The Mummy, I completely fucking greened out to it. It does suck, but like that sequence, kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. The whole crash sequence in that movie is pretty cool. And you're right. St- you always steal from the best and steal from the worst. I of guess. course, yeah. I Still, remember that movie being bad, but there's no way it can be worse than this, can no it? Way. No, 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 no way. I don't no think way. so. I don't that think has, so. That has a, a, a fat old Russell Crowe in it. It's, it oh, can't be worse. Yes, that's true. And, I mean, you kind of want a big speech between these two to go off. But, no, they just dance the mamushka and fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And when you want it, So it's the this bomb device, the Genesis device. The egg is in yeah. it, right? And it's going to go. It's armed or whatever. Yes. And they're, you know, while they're fighting, further and further straps are being cut off. And, uh-oh, if it goes out. Uh-oh. And then it- <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> The last word, the last words on earth. Uh oh. <laughs> the yeah, funniest fucking part, and it's a real uh oh, is uh, when it does go out the side of the plane, and Mark Wahlberg just jumps out of the airplane with, without Dude. a shoot, obviously, because life doesn't matter. I'll be reborn. Right. This is after uh, Chiwetel has stabbed him and then shot him in the head with the soul gun. Oh right, but then it doesn't work because we're told <laughs> at some we're told at some point earlier in the movie and you don't even entirely know yeah. why, but for some reason Mark Wahlberg's character has had a steel plate installed in his head mm-hmm. and the soul bullet bounces off the steel plate and he doesn't die. You forgot that- I was a Frankenstein, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so now they're both just flying through the sky and having just watched, uh, rewatched Mission Impossible Fallout the other day. Now watching this, it's just like, what this fucking baby shit, this terribly <laughs> executed garbage free fall sequence. Unreal. Even shoot em up did a better job of this. Yes. Even that piece mm-hmm. of garbage Absolutely. did better. It's much better even, than this. I don't, I don't remember that scene from Shoot 'em Up at all. They're just oh, yeah. fighting. It's a, a good one. They're just fighting a bunch, and basically Wahlberg finally gets the upper hand and shoots him in the back of the head with his own stupid gun. 
So yes. Right. So that means uh, what's his name? Bathhouse. Bathhouse. Yeah, Bathhouse. <laughs> Bathhouse is now dethroned, and he would not be reborn. He's from right. the, the the Russian section of uh, Brooklyn, so he's, he's a bathhouse. Well, no, I mean, I guess, well, I guess he will be reborn because she blows up the other shit. So I don't know, like, yep. I mean, I guess, like, if that's, I don't know. Well, I think that I think his soul is in the that bullet. bullet oh, so you, you have to harvest take, it. Yeah, got it. You gotta yeah. you gotta transfer it, you know, from the jump drive to the external hard drive, and you know, put oh, but, it back in the I wall. Mean, this is a legitimate question. Like, if that bullet then falls into the ocean with the body or whatever, is can can the bullet can that be destroyed on its own? And then his would his soul be released then? Oh right, yeah. So like if it it lands in the water and then over time disintegrates, I guess. And then yeah. you know what? I guess two. that will answer. Yeah, we'll answer that question. <laughs> infinite two, exactly. No, we will not. <laughs> uh, we have talked about this movie as long as anyone's ever thought about it. <laughs> uh but yeah so like Wahlberg like falls into the ocean or whatever we go back to yeah the compound and Zooks is there with uh Nora you know leaving her to blow up all the souls and he's you know he is the best part of this movie man like he's got this cool yeah. line he's like I'll see you around mm -hmm. you know knowing like she will be reincarnated and so she blows up uh the whole thing with her you know herself included and whatever they've made a pact her and mark Wahlberg, that they will meet up uh as they always say every lifetime no, this, uh, this, meet up at the beginning no that's her and the boyfriend from the first reel that died. oh yes you're right yeah. yes, yes you're right yes 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 the other guy uh yeah we will meet back up at the beginning like is the mm -hmm. whatever um, and then this is yeah he's just got more narration here oh yeah just like I, I didn't even write any of it down it's just so <laughs> fucking awful because they they wind up being like two like Indian kids that like meet sweetly in a garden or something and that's their scene yeah. and the movie sort of ends but uh, uh oh we're in uh -oh. Jakarta <laughs> and there's like some fight club and this kid is beating everyone's ass and Manzukas is there and he's got gray in his beard so time has passed. Right. And he winds up, the kid wins, and then, uh, what should we call it? Um, he gives him the sword, and he re he's like, the kid, the last line is the kid's like, what took you so long? Or whatever. Yeah, and then Manzukas goes, uh, or, yeah, it's or, Manzukas doesn't say anything, but it's like a, yeah, we'll see you soon, Treadway, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Guys. Okay. Holy shit, I'm Indonesian now, bro. That's yeah. something. I better kick my own ass. <laughs> Can I do I mean, a self-hate crime? <laughs> Meanwhile, under weird news section, it's like a former restaurant manager with a history of mental illness was found in the middle of the ocean but dead. Yes. <laughs> Very weird. <laughs> news you could use. Oh, man. And I guess, like, you know, the one thing to say, and, they, you know, like Steve said, they will not make an infinite two. But if they did... Thankfully, dude, it's it is impossible for yeah. Mark Wahlberg to be in the movie, mm -hmm. which That's I think true. is probably one of the reasons he did it because he's also a producer on this movie. So it's like, hey, look, if I do this stupid bullshit and it hits for some reason, right. then I could just collect some fat checks being a producer on this infinite universe or something. That's exactly right. Whether or not you're going to do another movie or like a a, a streaming TV show. 
you know, I, I get a little cut, dude, as the EP. Oh, yeah. Cooper, really, this is, uh, this is like, his uh, Limitless, like, the yes. way Cooper had the movie, and then he he came in for special episodes of the TV series. Oh, oh right. is that right? Yeah, it's really funny. Who was that? Was that uh, Patrick Wilson? <laughs> was he in the show? No, no just uh, some guy. Oh, it was just some guy? One of oh, the Veronica they- Mars kids. Oh, oh no! There was another show with Patrick Wilson that came out kind of around the same time. Though, what was that TV show he had? Doesn't matter. I will say that Limitless movie not awful. It's actually kind of fun. Hmm. I I never, never had. I I mean, it's not respectfully disagree. I don't think it's a masterpiece or anything, but you know, I saw it in theaters. It held my attention. I I, I remember wanting turning it off. Honestly, like I I watched on TV and eh, it's yeah, no, I totally get it. So that uh, that in, that concludes this movie. Uh, concludes this movie. It's um, thankfully no fucking stinger scenes, no nothing. You know, yeah. they know Woo. you're fucking dumping this on Paramount Plus, which <laughs> no one subscribes to. Like, god damn, it's fucking over. <laughs> that is right. I am now dead forever. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so obviously, no recommendations. Final thoughts, Steve. We'll start with you. As this was a Steve said XLX. I, I there is just something about this movie that I find interesting. It's not. I, I'm gonna say you know it's a soft recommend for me. Like you. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. You watch it once and just to get through it and be like, what? I mean, it does turn. The problem is like there's excitingly funny, stupid moments, but most of it's just mud. But it is such a beguiling watch it of a bad idea that yeah, I do think one spin might be necessary if you're into that sort of thing. But Mm. no, thanks for me. No. Yeah, it's it's a light recommend. Interesting. Uh, Chris Cabot. Oh, no, no way. Don't watch this. Um, It's (laughs) been interesting. I don't think this is even his most interesting failure as of late. Like, he's been, I mean, he does movies like this. They, like, they all feel like they're about to start something bigger, but then go fucking nowhere. Who, uh, Antoine Fuqua or Mark Wahlberg? Well, both, honestly, but more Wahlberg is who I was talking about. Uh-huh. Like, Mile 22 also seemed like it was starting something. Instant Family also felt like it was starting something. Instant Family. It's his. Uh, he tried to do a uh, like a family movie after Daddy's Home. Mm. He tried to do another one. Oh, oh wow, him and Rose Byrne. Yeah, Yikes. no, no, thank you on that. The only interesting failure I will say: Spencer Confidential on Netflix. Holy sweet Jesus! Uh, as as far as Wahlberg uh, misfires, I far prefer that to this. That's him. Is that like a like a reboot of Spencer for yes. Hire? Yes, it is. And it's a Peter Berg movie. They're like oh, best yeah. buds, right? Yeah. Well, it's it's him with Winston Duke. So there's Winston Duke there to entertain you occasionally. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and Bokeem Woodbine has a interesting, a good role in it. Oh, is it uh, better than his pissed away role in Ghostbusters Afterlife? I mean, it would have to be, wouldn't it? How do you fucking just waste a great actor like Bokeem Woodbine in that movie? Whew. Terrible movie. Whatever. Uh, Eric Siska. Yeah, uh, definitely not a recommend for me. This plot, it's like Swiss cheese and spaghetti soup. It's just, (laughs) I I would, Steve, I would agree with like a soft recommend. If if there was anything I could hold on to, it just feels like I'm in a fucking, like a dryer on the spin cycle or something. (laughs) I can't get my bearings on this film. So it is a big nope for me. Yeah, watching this movie, I felt like Jack Nicholson in the Hedge Maze. I really, yeah. 
I was like, it's called out. I don't know what's going on, but and someone I'm going to die here. So yeah. You have to die, and someone else has to die. Yeah, that's, that's actually a really good uh, analogy, because by the end of it, you are going, Daddy boy! Yeah, instead of saying Danny, you're like, Donnie! Donnie Wahlberg, could you be in this instead? Donnie! Uh yeah no this is it's a hardcore no I thought this was trash it's the kind of thing where it's like it sucks because you know uh on the one hand we kvetch day and night about you know IP this and that we just did our fucking Space Jam episode you know bitching about Marvel movies all the time and whatever and then you get something like this where like yes it's based on a book but nobody knows what it is and like it's garbage and it's, so it's like you you yearn for the new IP, but then it's also garbage. It's just yeah. a sea of garbage, just yes. garbage as far as the eye can see. I mean, I looked it up. I think actually the the last thing I saw, not terribly long ago, it was a 2017 movie um, that I thought Mark Wahlberg was good in was Rotten Rids, uh, All the Money in the World. Mm. I, th- I think he actually turns in a stellar performance there because you're working with a fucking great, great director. Right. Might have something to do with it, but yeah, this was just like just convoluted, messy action sci-fi movies like this that are so forgettable. It's like, why did anybody waste their time? I mean, I don't know. I just I hope that Chiwetel's bathroom that he re- remodeled after this looks really great. I just I don't know what else to say I, about it. I'm, I'm sure he's enjoying some stage productions. You know, he's he's having a yeah. day of it. I think probably just my kingdom for that excellent actor to be in better movies. Man. Yeah, I just don't know who he fucking rubbed the wrong way, but it's really unfortunate. I sincerely hope that this time next year, we are not covering another worst of that <laughs> Chiwetel had something to do with. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, but that is going to do it for uh, Antoine Fuqua's Infinite. If you want more We Hate Movies, of course, check out patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. This month, we will have a WLM on 2021's Denny Villeneuve, I think, masterpiece Dune. Uh, that's coming out. We got uh, Animation Damnation on Little Ellen coming out this uh, month. My God in heaven. Uh, what, uh, Eric, what are we doing on the old Gleep Glossary? On the Gleep Glossary. Now, this is kind of almost a twofer here because we are also recapping every single episode of the Book of Boba Fett. And episodes are available now on Patreon. But we are also covering on the Gleep Glossary, which is a Star Wars sideshow <laughs> where we talk about random characters from the expanded universe. We'll be discussing Dengar on this month month's mm, edition which mm. is going to be very fascinating because big boy yes it and it also directly contradicts the events that are going on in the book of boba fett so a little bit of 90s eu to contrast and compare with the new canon hmm. uh and uh, as always you know just like book of boba fett is a top tier patreon show uh another top tier patreon show melro 210 we got an episode out this month that is unfortunately chris cannot be there for it but they were two banger episodes of that of those shows that we talk about Melrose Place and Beverly Hills 90210 monumental I would oh, say. absolutely. As, and as far as Melrose Place goes, history making mm. for that show's history anyway. Uh, but here on the main feed, the show will continue, of course, next week. Uh, if I'm remembering things right, um, the some of the worst of the previous year month continues. It ends. Uh, Steve it, uh, ends. It yeah, the ends. final one. Here we come, Steve. What are we what are we closing out the month with? We are ending on more uh, sci fi live forever nonsense. It's the Eternals. Oh, oh Marvel boy. Studios, The Eternals. Right. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah, yeah. Still, I was confused. Ha- I still haven't seen it yet. Yep. So you know, hey, maybe it's great. Maybe it's okay to like a movie. I haven't seen it yet. 
Haven't seen it. Get ready to be not happy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So hang on a second. Am I the only one that's seen it? Oh, I've seen it. Oh, okay. Oh, you said you hadn't seen that you were still happy. You were saying Eric was. Eric has. God. He's about to be not happy because he's going to see it and it's bad. And Got I, it. I wait. <laughs> oh, and you dodged it too. Okay. Oh, so this will be interesting. I'll uh, listen to two of you suffer in real time next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so until next week with Marvel's The Eternals, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Eric Siska. Chris Cap. Take it easy. Uh-oh! <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.